It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Uh, how's the audio? I just realized I put my AirPods in and they are completely dead. Consequence Podcast Network. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tolest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, uh, checking out the series. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button. Uh, you know the drill. Like what you see, what you hear. Uh, I put out three new interviews every single week. So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists. A new episode every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes, Apple Podcast, at Spotify and Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or again, anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. That's me, Kyle Meredith, today catching up once again with Alex Gaskarth to talk all-time low and their brand new record called Tell Me I'm Alive. Uh, this is, as he'll tell us, sort of works as a continuation of uh, Wake Up Sunshine that just came out a couple years ago. Uh, we'll hear how Sgt. Pepper's, uh, the Beatles album, uh, Elton John and Queen, all service influences. Uh, why he came to write about addiction, substance abuse, uh, and coping as a lyrical thread, and try not to overthink the uh, the overall process. Alex is also going to reveal which track has a, a nod to a Morrissey song, uh, having Teddy Swims as a guest on one of the tracks as well, and preparing for their upcoming Unplugged sets at the Ryman in Nashville. All that and more, we're talking Tell Me I'm Alive. It's Kyle Meredith with Alex Gaskarth of All Time Low. Hi, how's it going? Good to see you again. New album, yeah. Tell Me I'm Alive. This feels like this. This feels like a little bit something different. I mean, uh, you know, I, it sounds like you all, but uh, there's something a little bit heightened going on here and, and coming after the success. I, I hope you don't mind just starting out a little broad. What's the story of uh, what's the entry point to this album? First of all, thank you for saying. Um, I mean, really, it's a continuation from, I think, where the last record left off with some interesting and different uh, little nuances thrown into the mix you know i feel like we really didn't get to tour a lot on the last album um you know it came out really at the height of lockdown and the height of the pandemic and so that record for us felt like sort of a, a weird asterisk version of a of an album uh in the sense that we just you know we're such a touring centric band and we didn't get to go out and do that um as much as we usually would and so a big part of what came 
on its heels was us staying in the studio. We, you know, we weren't able to be on the road, so we decided to continue working on music. And um, a lot of these songs on this new record came from uh, basically just getting right back to it. Um, so several of the songs kind of were written probably almost two years ago now. Uh, and those really informed once we all sat down and got in a room um, to really, you know, quote unquote, make the album. Uh, they informed the direction of where this one went. A huge part of it had to do with the piano. Um, we have a guy, Dan Swank, playing with us on stage now who brings a lot uh, of new elements to the table. Um, we realized that we sort of had never really leaned that hard into um piano in our music so that became sort of a, a central piece of uh the songwriting and that influenced a lot because that kind of took us back to you know some of the things we were doing on our album last young renegade which was more synth driven so we incorporated some of that um so i kind of i kind of see this record as like our last two records uh smashed into one and continuing the journey the the piano is really really noticeable and i kind of hooked onto that and then reading a little bit about how even sergeant pepper was on your uh, your playlist on repeat, finding some influence there. Is that right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I um, you know, I, I tend to find that whenever we're writing music, whatever I may be listening to at the time or harping on, de definitely bleeds through a little bit into uh, what we may be doing. And I this time around, you know, I was I was kind of going back and listening to a lot of what I grew up listening to, what was playing in the house when I was a kid. Um, and, you know, there's a, there was a lot of Beatles and a lot of, you know, like Elton John and Queen. And um, I think I think a good amount of that kind of trickled into this record. Those guitar solos. It's definitely uh, the Queen style. What, what was the song <laughs> I, I, I wrote down? God, there's there's one. Uh, the sound of letting go the guitar solo <laughs> and how it's mixed. It's it's that's the chef's kiss right there. Oh, right on. I love that. <laughs> so that's all nice and good. But then we start the record. Tell me I'm alive. Even modern love. Uh, this character doesn't seem to be in a great spot. Uh, is what I'm getting lyrically right here. You know, it's it's good to feel something. You know that that's one of the first lines that we hear. Uh, even in modern love, uh, the chasing the higher, living the lie. Uh, and and there's a lot of drug references. What 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 kind of pushed you to write about? I don't know if addiction is the right way to say it. Um, no, I think I think there's a lot of exploratory uh, lyrics uh, diving into the struggle with addiction, substance abuse, coping. Um, I think, you know, a lot of a lot of the the music on this record is is kind of focused through the lens of what we all experienced collectively through the pandemic. You know, I don't want to say that this record is a pandemic record because it's really not. It's it's way more focused than that. And and um you know, not not dealing with those kinds of topics in, in that that broad of a sense. But I think I think there is a theme of, um, you know, the the conversation about isolation and what that can do to a person and, and struggling to cope and desperately wanting to find connection um, at a time when I think those things were very difficult for everyone. Um, and, you know, the, the vices that then kind of can be put in place to, to deal. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, when this record opens up, this character is very much uh, spiraling and grasping for uh, anything just to feel something. And um, it kind of, it kind of tumbles on from there. You know, I think, like you said, modern love is, is sort of a look into this idea of, uh, of loneliness and, and this wanting for, um, 
almost like a, a silver screen romance, like a, the the kind of love that you see in movies. And then sort of the realization, the harsh realization, maybe that that's just not real life. And that's not how things work. Um, and, it, you know, kind of going up against that and pleading with it. Um, and yeah, the record rolls on from there into into topics about kind of, uh, you know, are you there? Is, is a is a is a really a purely about loneliness, um, and that that feeling of wanting to reach out and and have something tangible, um, yeah. And it it kind of it goes on and builds from there. I, I kept coming back to the word disassociation. That seems to be where a lot of the characters end up uh, at some points. Yeah, I think so. I think I think almost um, yeah, the, the sort of denial of of the the reality of the situation not wanting to face it for sure and we'll be right back right after this shout out to uh, astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples uh, I, I live in kentucky in the midwest and allergies yeah i suffer when i say i suffer from allergies i suffer from allergies and around here everyone i know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A S T E P R O allergy.com. That's A S T E P R O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Alex from All Time Low. So when you're writing, and and not that it's a you know black or white and it doesn't have to be one or the other, but do you find that, you know, songs like this, when, when you are sort of projecting a character out there, do you write for yourself or do you find more that you're writing for the listener? I, I think it's a it's a tough one to answer. I would say it's a bit of both, you know, because in in all of the years of doing this uh, and continuing to write songs like 20 years into a project, um, it's it's like you kind of have to implement these devices to keep things interesting and, and to find new ways to explore new themes without um running out of essentially your own life to talk about um and and life experience so i think you know a lot of it is informed by personal experience or by the experience of, of those around me um observational uh situations but um embodying them 
through the the eyes of sort of a, a character and taking it into a world of fiction definitely allows for a bit more uh, expanse in the storytelling. Um, it doesn't have to be so specific that no one out there is going to be able to, you know, relate to it, I suppose. Um, and I, I think that has become a really helpful uh, way to direct the narratives in our songs now for me um, and, and keep it, I don't want to say universal because they're still specific to me. And like I said, to, to the things I'm writing about, but, um, but just do it in a way that doesn't feel uh, like it's kind of forcing people into, into completely, you know, you have to have been touring for 20 years to know what I'm talking about. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I was talking to a friend just a, a few nights ago at a, at a show and, and, and they were asking sort of about this and we were having that conversation uh, about what you were getting at about, you know, some artists are like, Oh, you've got to write universal. I said, you know, to me, one of the most perfectly written songs ever uh, is is uh, U2's Pride in the Name of Love, because you have that chorus, you know, in the name of love. I mean, that's that's a huge statement, but everybody can sort of grab onto that. I said, and then you get to the verse, you know, and you get those verses Monday morning, April 4th. It's like it's so like they find that way to be so specific. And I think if you can do that as a songwriter, like like especially. You know, decades into it, how many ways can you write about heartbreak and still make it meaningful? Right. You know, I mean, that's got to be like, what's that mountain look like every time you start a song? Has that has that changed? Um, you know, I, I think I try not to let it be a mountain. First of all, I would say, you know, going in uh, whenever it feels like a mountain, the song ends up being crap. <laughs> um, you know, I think I think going in and not overthinking it is is. Um, something that's always been very important to me because I end up just getting in my own way. Um, I, I tend to lean towards now if it feels good and if it's bringing, if it's creating a moment in the room as we're, as I'm, or we're writing it, um, then we're on the right path. Um, but, but to your point, I think it's just that, you know, it's, it's finding, it's finding that central core message of the song um, and, and deciding on whether or not that feels universal enough. Um, and then really from there, peppering in your own experience to personalize it to to give it some some what i would call some teeth you know what i mean i think there's lots of songs that sort of teeter one way or the other and it's sometimes very hard to find that balance of like this song is so general that it becomes i don't want to say less important but it doesn't grab people as much because you just don't believe it you're like it's it's so vague and it's so broad that that i kind of can't buy in any more than the surface level i'm feeling about it um Whereas if you go so overly specific, I think you lose people in the sense that they just don't relate. Um, so it's, it's yeah, kind of a great example is that that U2 song that you referenced. It's, it's you know, it, it's got that big message and people can grab onto that. But but then there's enough specificity to it that you're like, this person really lived this or, or is really living this. And I think, you know, that then gives it that really human one to one quality with the listener of going like, this person understands me and I understand this person. And I think that's a really important thing in music. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Alex from All Time Low. A couple quick questions, song specific here. English Blood, American Heartache. Any tie whatsoever to the Morrissey song, Irish Blood, English Heart? <laughs> um, there's definitely, there's a nod there, but, but, not nothing beyond a playful nod about the song title um yeah aside from that it's it's just uh that's probably one of the more autobiographical songs on the record and it's kind of a a uh it draws a, a, 
a few parallels that, and ties back to our last album narratively and it's just kind of uh continuing the conversation it's got that line in there i wrote a record just to make the sunshine i enjoyed that part right there um uh sleepwalking someone else mentioned this online uh the other side of sleeping in oh interesting never thought of it that way but sure <laughs> i like it um you know if again if that's what it means to them and that's the parallel they draw then then i love that um to me sleep sleepwalking is kind of uh it was the it was the connective thread from uh, a couple songs that we put out between albums. We, we put out a song called PMA and a song called Once in a Lifetime. And those were sort of, I would say, holding hands with where Monsters left off on our last record. And then and then Sleepwalking, I think, is the, is the last link in the chain that connects those to, to this record. Um, who, who's singing? Uh, who else is singing on New Religion? That would be Teddy Swims. Um, and Teddy Swims is uh, just phenomenally talented, a great voice, a, a lovely dude, and um, someone that we ran into at a festival. Our dressing rooms were next door, and uh, he it was one of those really cool moments where he just kind of like poked his head in and went, hey, I grew up listening to your music. Love you guys. Um, I'm going to come watch the show. And we were like, oh, my God, we love your music. We're going to come watch your show. And then ended up hanging out all day and from there stayed in touch. And when we wrote that song, I, I kind of felt like I wanted to have somebody on it um, when I wrote it. And uh, Teddy became the obvious choice and he was down to, to come on board. And, and, you know, that voice, he just like it, it, I heard him do his part. And I was like, can we just take me off the song? Can he just do it? It's a fun moment in the record. And I love the record. I know you're going to be taking it on a tour. You got to Mayday Parade also on the bill. You're going to be going unplugged at the Ryman. Uh, have you been rehearsing for that already? We're starting to get into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm so unbelievably excited for some of these shows we have coming up. You know, I mean, the Ryman is a legendary place. And it's um, it's something that we decided we wanted to do a bit differently. So we are we're stripping everything down. We're kind of going to do an unplugged version of our show and um to be honest in years past we've always talked about how cool we thought it would be to go back and revisit some of our older songs in more of a stripped down way and then record those um and i think this is maybe going to sort of be the entry point for that idea so you know this this feels like it's been a long time coming and i'm i'm very excited that it's happening at the Ryman um, because that's just that's a bucket list venue you know for any artist I think absolutely it's uh, just down the road for me here in Louisville so I'm gonna have to make the trek to check that one out yeah please come through yeah Alex thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it uh tell me I'm alive tell me I'm alive is such a great record uh it's been a pleasure man great to talk to you thanks so much my thanks to Alex all time low the brand new album is called Tell Me I'm Alive. Thanks to you for checking out the episode. Uh, again, before you get out of here, I do hope you hit that subscribe button. Uh, new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes and Apple Podcast, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or again, anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, ride to a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. Of course, you can also find me on the social media spots, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all three of them, the address, at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at wfpk.org, from Louisville Public Media.